Hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Ami Outside. Uh, you can probably guess we have a we have a special guest on this episode. Um, Cookie Guy One Two Four is on this um episode back podcasting after about four months, I believe. Yeah, more or less. Give or take. Yeah, yeah. Lots to talk about um in this episode. Um. Pretty special one for me because yesterday was my birthday, um. So yeah, quite a very nice first podcast as a twelve-year-old, funnily enough. Um. So yeah, lots to talk about. So I mean, where should we start? Um. No idea. There's been a lot. Yeah. Happy birthday! Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, but I'll. I'm gonna start off with McCallum as England coach. That was unexpected for me. Very unexpected. I was actually shocked that like how quickly everything happened. Yeah, yeah. I was like me too. I think there's like two days before I was appointed, we heard that McCallum was interested in being England coach. And then like all the interviews happened. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened with Gary Kirsten, though, because he was supposed to be in coach, I think. Yeah, I'm really not sure. It was either him or... um, It was either, I think, Kirsten or Mark, I think. Langer, I think it was. Justin Langer. But yeah, they went with the right guy in the end. I think Kirsten yeah. will be one white ball coach, so they'll have to do that, or else... There's no real point in putting out all that speculation. Um, so, McCollum is test coach, probably the right idea. Um, yeah, look what he did with that New Zealand team in um, like from ninth in the world to number one. He was a crucial part in that. So, he's got the mentality, and he can teach quite a pe- lot of people, like um, like maybe back Ben Stokes to really develop that sort of character. It, yeah. it, it, he's, in my opinion, he's the next flower. Definitely an extended flower. Yeah, for sure. What about from um, to, in terms of playing New Zealand? How interesting that must that be, right? Yeah, <laughs> not sure. He'd he he'd be. Yeah. I was listening to another podcast last week. It was it's called the um Maximum Cricket Podcast. You should go check it out. Um, it. Talked about how um Tim Sally and Brendan McCollum in the IPL this year they've been having a couple chats about how England have nothing to lose against New Zealand. New Zealand have it all to lose. England have got nothing to lose. So that's the advantage that England have. I'm not saying they're gonna win the series right now. We haven't we don't know. But it's def it's definitely advantage. New Zealand but England do have nothing to lose, so that's what uh, the best they can have. Right. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, county championship is going on right now. Joe Roots just had a brilliant hundred against Lancashire. Keaton Jennings got a a double hundred. All the time to put it to get it, especially in a Roses match. Croft did an amazing Dean Vias. Um. Sari also broke records this week for becoming 
of getting the highest score in a first-class match without any player scoring 100, although there were many 90s. But, yeah, obviously, Kent have been put in a pretty pretty lackluster position, and now they are kind of vulnerable to um, maybe losing this game. The only real hope is Ben Compton, who is the absolute GOAT right now. Absolute GOAT. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I have a confession. I don't really follow the county championship. Uh, it's fine, buddy. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. And not a lot of my friends follow the county championship, especially in the US. I'm used to it. But I think, especially this year, I've become more interested in the county championship. Maybe because, as an England fan, I'm not watching the county championship to support a team. Or do I do like Kent because my brother supports them? Oh, yeah. I'm watching the county championship to like scout to scout for England players to see who can really like get get into that um, England team. And yeah. I, I I feel like I'm doing that as if I, I'm not saying I am doing this, but I feel like I'm doing this as if I'm like like an advisor for an England coach or something. I'm I'm just doing this because I I want I want to see and give my opinion. In in a way, the county championship is similar to the IPL in which every year there's some people, some new talents. Yeah. Now and they're like, and, "Oh, he could be in the team." Yeah, and they stay consistent. So Yeah. I mean, what the hundred was main was aimed to be like the IPR. I feel like it's done that. So now what they need to do is that they need to, to change. I think they need to change the hundred to a Red Bull game. Um, keep the county, keep the counties, but you play red. You play two Red Bull tournaments. That would be amazing. As well as hun, you could have hundred competitions and Red Bull formats, and you could also have T. The T twenty blast, so you have more cricket, you know, and that you get more talents. Yeah, you don't completely scrap the county championship, though. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, the nice thing to have. Um, IPL. Oh yeah, this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> so CSK were knocked out. Yeah, um, I'm actually very surprised. I'm very surprised. Wait, I have a, I have a question. Did Sam Curran get signed for um, RCB? No, I mean um, CSK this year. No, I don't know. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, I was just wondering because like, he, I saw him playing for Surrey, and I was thinking, like, why is Sam Curran playing for Surrey? It's a little bit confusing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Well, um, currently, KPLE Sunrises. Oh, yeah, currently, yeah. Also, I mean, I'm finding it very, very interesting how, like, in, like, very recently, these games, the games that we've been having, teams have been getting scores like 160, 170, but people haven't been getting many massive scores. Like, the highest, like, currently, KKR 165 for six at the time we're recording this. And, the highest score right now is Andre Russell with 43. 
43. I scored more runs today. <laughs> yeah. Um. Some pitches are 200 plus as IPL. Some pitches are like 160. There's a lot of um difference in the pitches. The qualities of the pitches. Some pitches are slightly slower to suit some players. Some pitches are quicker to suit others. And that's the beauty of playing it in India. Hello and welcome to a, another episode of Around the Outside. Once again, we have a guest, Guy 24 Hello. Hello? Hi. Hi, yeah. I uh, just lost him in that uh, last, last recording. So, um, yeah, um, well, you're back now. That's what, what's what matters. So, yeah, um, we'll, we'll start where we left off. So, the, um, the, I'm talking about the IPL. Yeah. Um, tell me about how, like, these pitches have been, um, like, pretty, like, 200 plus. Like, we've seen, especially in, like, with Punjab Kings last night, um, they got, um, they, Leicester and Livingston got big scores, so that was more, that was more like it, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's what, it's probably what you expect, right? Yeah, India, basically flatness, um, comes onto the back quite nicely. Not the hugest boundaries. Yeah. So, yeah it's a batter's paradise. Yeah, pretty much. And um, also, also another game we should probably mention is uh, wait, another game. Uh, wait, another game to mention was uh, Chennai Mumbai, where there wasn't many runs at all. That was pretty interesting. Oh yeah, like also the controversial DRS. Oh yeah, that con- that one available. That yeah. one, I don't know how that was given out. It was sliding way down like. Kind of, it was pretty, pretty interesting how these umpires have dealt with the so far. Obviously, it, obviously, I don't think it's their fault. I mean, I probably advise where the BCCI to do this. Okay, if it's like this, give it out. If it's like this, don't give it out. Yeah. Very interesting though. Very, very, very peculiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, umpiring is easier said than done. Like on the replays in like slow motion, you could easily tell. But in real time, at the pace of these guys ball, it's not easy. Take three. Yep, take three. Um, welcome to another episode of Round the Outside. Um, so. We've we've been trying to get some footage, but um, yeah, this is like this is resuming from one of the takes we got um cut off there again. So yeah, uh, this is um take three for us. We had one more deleted, so 
hopefully this one works. Hopefully this one works. Yeah. Yeah. So once again, we have Cricket Guy One Two Four on this podcast. Um, today, um, it's been a little bit of time since I had a guest on this, so it's great to have um him back on after quite a bit of time not podcasting. How are you? I'm great. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it, it was my birthday yesterday, so yeah, thanks very much. Um, so let's start off with the with the IPL. Um. Yeah, it's in terms of tables. I mean, it's it's pretty one sided right now. Gujarat and Lucknow leading the way with two more games to go. Yeah, are also almost a definite third place, and the fourth yeah. is the one up for contention between what, what? KKR, yeah. Sunrisers, Punjab, maybe RCB. I think KK and Hyderabad are out of the equation because they're four points behind, pretty much. Yeah, yeah KKR need to win this and they need to win it by big margin and they need to hope RCB lose their next game against Gujarat. Yeah, which is which is a little quite likely, being totally honest, because Gujarat's in incredible form. Um, speaking of the KKR... KK, Oh, no. Hello? Please don't tell me. I can't hear you if you can hear me. Um, I can hear you. Oh, I can hear you again. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, okay. So, well, it's pretty interesting how we've been talking about how it we haven't seen... Um like, big scores from many individuals. It's been more of a team performance. Yeah. 40s and, and 30s in T20 innings are crucial. Yeah. Do you think that shows how hard these pitches are for batting? Some of them, yeah. Some of them, outfield's pretty slow. The pitches are slow. And then yeah. others are 200 wickets. Yeah, the one with the short boundaries. Yeah. yeah. The short and, boundaries as well. That's another thing I think yeah. we should talk about. Yeah, short, short boundaries. Like, uh, what in terms of talk, short boundaries, we're not talking like MC, MCG length. We're talking like, what, like 60s, maybe? Yeah. More. Like that. It um, changes how you bowl. Yeah. Yeah, if you will like, if you will slower deliveries into the pitch, it might be a little bit harder to get boundaries. But if you will quick, slightly quicker deliveries, you're going, you're going far. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um. So, also since we got cut off and we didn't mention this before, but uh, Brendan in Brendan McCullum's been appointed as England coach. I mean, he's going to bring a new dimension to the England team. Um, probably it's the next Andy Flower. Um, although I do expect that Gary Kirsten will be um white ball coach for England, and McCallum is a great appointment since he was only heard about he was wanted the job about two days before he was appointed. Yeah, two days. Yeah, a lot could happen in two days, including probably those interviews for the job. Yeah. 
Um, also, another another thing that probably um, that we should probably mention is to do a county championship. Um, I mean, sorry, been racking up big scores. It's yeah. great to see that there are a lot of people, a lot of players who could be up for England, especially, and it gives Brendan McCullum a little bit of selection headache for the first test against New Zealand. I wonder who he's going to be cheering for. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I mean, I and I wonder who's he's going to who he's going to pick as well. That'll be interesting. I think. Yeah, because like on one hand, New Zealand is your country and you've played for them. But yeah. like, if you're coach and you're not supporting the team you train, do you deserve to be coach? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a pretty fair point. Um, I, I think that he will obviously be rooting for England because it's he wants that team to win. He wants to start off well as England coach, but it will be interesting to see how he got, uh, goes against his home side. It'll, he will. I, I think he would want England to win, but still, there will be a little bit of sympathy for New Zealand if yeah. England win. That is, if. England win. Yeah, just May imagine. I is uh, this series home or away for England? Yeah, I I think they got nothing to lose, don't they? Yeah, not much at all. Yeah, I think they've won one test in the last seventeen, which is a lot. And yeah, I think. Yeah. I can't see that. I can't see that if there will be um. And kind of be daunted by this. Yeah, I I don't I don't see them in the World Test Championship finals. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Like this, these next three years about rebuilding, and if they but do rebuilding that, rebuilding the great team of Alistair. I mean, I, I would hope it if it comes to that, but um, I would. Ideally, like to see in about 10 years' time England in a World Test Championship or challenging for World Test Championships. Um, but yeah, it will take a long time to be there. It'll take a lot of hard work, especially for McCollum. Yeah, McCollum is going to have to drive his heart, put his soul into this England team in order to rebuild and make them a competitive side once again. Yeah. So, I mean, another thing to talk about um, briefly is about Man United. They're not going to get a top four place this year, which is pretty um, sad. But the FA Cup final is today, and I'll be putting a podcast about that. Maybe tomorrow, uh, just a quick review. So, that's why this one might be a little bit shorter than usual. Also, have you done a podcast about the Miami Grand Prix? Yes, I have. I did that one last week. Yeah, um, oh. about that was a cracker jack. A good, it was a great Grand Prix. I'll do a little bit of a summary right now about um, how there were so many celebrities on the grid. Um, I think yeah. we saw David Beckham, Michael Jordan, Williams sisters, Farrell Williams, DJ Khaled. Um, poor old Martin Brundle was straining away, going through all that cringe, but it was a great race as well. Max went from third to first. Mick and Seb crashed um, just denying themselves of their 
first point of the um mixed first point Seb eating points as well. That's just a real shame. But overall, great GP and very excited for it to be on the calendar for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, as we go to Catalonia this weekend as well, I'll do a quick, I'll do a review on this in the podcast I'm doing tomorrow. But um. It's a track which I think will suit Ferrari because they've got a home driver in Carlos Sainz. I think there will be a little bit of pressure on him, but I would expect him for him to deliver. I think hopefully this weekend we can get his first Grand Prix win. So, what else is there to talk about? Um... I think that well, I mean that there's been a lot. Of... I think that one thing that needs to be addressed is that um, I've I've come come together with an early prediction of who I think will play in the in the first test between England and New Zealand. I've got oh. a little bit of a um, paper here that I've got, so. This is the team I would go go with. So, opening and batting, I'm going to go with Zach Crawley and Tom Haynes. And maybe James Bracey to open instead of Crawley or Haynes. Um, number three, I'm going with either James Bracey or Josh Bohannon. Uh, number four, Joe Root. Number five, Stokes. Six, Brooke. Um, five, Brooke, but sorry. Um, six Ben Stokes, Besto Johnny Besto seven, Joffa Archer eight, Saki Mahmood or Stuart Broad nine, uh, Ollie Robinson ten, and Matt Parkinson or James Anderson eleven. Pretty. I think I think it's mainly to do with who's been performing in the county championship because I want people who are in form. I Stokes said that he needs um selfless cricketers. And I think the guys, no matter what 11 that's put out from those players, I think would be selfless cricketers. Yeah. Yeah. And also I think that in terms of the teams that might make the playoffs for the IPL this year, should we make our guesses? Okay. We know three for sure, don't we? Yeah. Almost for sure. Yeah, so Gujarat and Lucknow, and then Rajasthan. Okay. And then either RCB or I think Delhi. I'm going to go with RCB just about, I think. I think we're going to get a massive win somehow against Gujarat. I don't know how. But also, who do we have after um, Gujarat? Oh, wait, let me... Oh, wait, I can't. Okay, this is the story. My okay. brother broke my computer. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my uh, goodness. Um, <laughs> It's got, like, a oh. fracture mark in it, and, like, oh, everything my. is the wrong colour. Oh, dear. That's not very good. Um, <laughs> and I'm scared if I close the podcast, something will go wrong again. 
Yeah, don't close the podcast. Definitely, don't close the podcast. Definitely don't. Um, but yeah, um, I think, I think RCB hopefully should get a massive win, maybe in their last game. It, I think it'll probably come down to the last game, and RCB might need a big win because our net run rate hasn't been that good. We've been winning games, but our net run rate hasn't been that great. Um, which was it was mainly affected by that loss against Punjab, which was massive. Livingston and um, Bairstow scoring the runs. Uh, great to see two England guys getting those runs as well. But what do you think in terms of net run rate? Do you think Daddy could get it, or do you think RCB are just going to edge it? Right now, I'm going to go with the exact same thought as you. Delhi have looked good. But yeah. They win a game, they lose a game. They win a game. They're not consistent. Yeah. A little bit like RCB, though. You could say the same. RCB are really unpredictable. In my opinion, they're the most unpredictable team in the IPL. Yeah. But, yeah. but, 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 I think they're going to... Just about edge it over Delhi. Just. Yeah, yeah, just. I'm not sure if they're going to make it far in the playoffs, but uh, let, let's see, let's see. Delhi's net run rate had... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it got ruined by CSK with that 90-run yeah. loss. Yeah. So, hopefully, that's gonna, that battle will continue on, and I think that's the best time to end this podcast, thank you so much to CookieGuy124 for coming on this podcast. I'll put a link down to... Uh, you, please, you guys, go check out his um podcast. He started the, doing them up again. We did one on his podcast a couple... Uh, a week ago. So, yeah. Please go check that one out because I was a little, little of a mention of mine in the Grand Prix and much more. So, go check it out because all of his podcasts are amazing and... Yeah, I'll catch you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.